Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Howdy, folks. Welcome back. Maury and Julia show my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Appreciate your company. Uh, Julia, I just passed on to you an email from, uh, what is her name? Uh, her name is uh, Christine, and she is uh, empathizing with you about your experience at the hippie second grade school. <laughs> Apparently, she also went to one out in California. And yeah. didn't even know how to hopply, properly hold a pencil. Well, I was, I was. <laughs> they just yeah. played with the animals. I know. Yeah, you know. it's something. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, Julia, misty watered color memories of the way he was, Robert Redford. Uh, I am kind of curious. Well, you have to sing it, misty watered colored memories of the way we were. If you want to cry, if you want to cry. Watch the way we were. Yeah, If you need to sob for Hubble. I cried at the end of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid the first time I saw it, which was years later. Because it is kind of a sad ending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Because he started acting when he was 21, Mm -hmm. he's 81, he told Entertainment Weekly, he said, never say never, but I pretty well concluded this movie, The Old Man, The Gun, would be it for me in terms of acting, and I'll move towards retirement after this, because I've been doing this... 60 years unreal yeah and uh he said why not go out with something that's upbeat and positive the movie is about a real life career criminal forrest tucker played by robert redford okay it also stars elizabeth moss sissy spacek casey affleck and danny glover to me that was a wonderful character to play at this point in my life and two years ago he had a conversation with his grandson, who happens to be a filmmaker, Dylan yes. Redford. And, and they, he, w- he was working on Our Souls at Night. Yeah. The Jane Fonda Netflix. Excellent. Yeah. I love that. I did too. He said he'd been impatient, which he blamed on getting tired of, act, tired of acting because the grueling schedule of working on a set. It's hard for me to sit around and do take after take after take. Lori, could we not agree with him? I this is why we did more. not go into f- acting, Lori yeah. and I. The first time... And the last time we were on the set watching them film for Sex and the City, our episode. Yeah. It takes hours, hours to set up lighting. Yeah. Even a photo shoot to get a still we totally photo. totally understood why people get into all kinds of shenanigans. Trouble in your campers because what else is there to do? Yeah. Hurry up and wait. He said, I'd like to just go back to sketching. That's sort of where my head is right now. And doesn't mean he wouldn't direct if the right project came mm-hmm. along, you know, the only Academy Award he's ever gotten is the one for directing for um, Ordinary People. Yep. I love that movie. And he directed A River Runs Through It. Mm-hmm. 
which was filmed on the Gallatin mm-hmm. outside of Bozeman. Anyway, um, but of course, all the presidents men and I mean, just so many good movies. He's been in th- so many, so good movies. many great movies. He's a great actor. He is, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing you know we've got budget Robert Redford, Brad Pitt waiting in the wings, sunning <laughs> his face and yeah. rubbing his face with saddle, yeah. yep, saddle cream to keep it supple. Who else will be next after him? Well, I feel like Jack him? Nicholson is retired. He just yeah. didn't tell pretty us. Much. Pretty um, much. Yeah. You know. Say, so if you want to see a good Robert Redford movie, and he's pretty much the only one in it, watch All Is Lost. Oh, is, is that, that the water one? one? Yes. Yes. Was that sea. good? That it looks so boring to me. Good. I thought, oh, no, no. I can't no, sit and watch a man do no talking. My, my dad and I were going to go to this. Yeah. Because he couldn't hear yeah, very well. So it would have been a perfect movie. And we were like, all right, we'll go to that one. I thought it was great. It was really good. My Aunt Claudia is like, is reeling from this news. This is her big crush. Oh, he's mm-hmm. to die for. So anyway, but he might, you know, he's still got his catalog, his film institute, the festival. His daughter the still lives next resort. door to our cousin. Yeah, the Sundance Resort, which is full of, you know. Yes, he's got la, stuff. La, la. Okay, Ethan Hawke uh, is... Uh, he's in one of the 12 best movies this year. That's right. He's uh, covering, not the cover, but there's an inside story about GQ magazine, and he's talking maybe for the first time, about his life with Uma Thurman and how it fell apart. They were married for seven years, and he he had to do... Um, he had an affair on her with yes, the cleaning with the lady na- or the nanny. The nanny. Yes. That's so cliche. Isn't it? <laughs> and he probably thinks the same thing, too. They separated in 2003, a year after Ethan Hawke received his first Oscar uh, nom for Training Day, which he described as the best moment of, of his career. He said, in a lot of ways, it could have been the beginning of something, but I got divorced and my personal life fell apart. When you're depressed, it's really easy to see everything that's fake about other people. And I just started seeing all that, how phony everything was, how phony celebrity everything is. You channel your inner Holden Caulfield, you know. Oh, yeah. Got you in the right. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, he said he had to start doing other movies that he wouldn't have chosen because he needed the money to pay yeah. child support. Yeah. And then she went on to be with the fancy hotel guy. And then she had a baby with another guy and they fought over custody. And yeah, Uma. Well, well I don't think he's blaming her. He for isn't that. blaming anyone. His movie, though, that's great this year is First Reformed. Mm-hmm. And it's it's available for home viewing August 21st. So it still could be in some movie, but yeah. it's, it's supposed to be fantastic. Colin. Colbert says this is one of his 12 best of the year. Yeah. So he's got a 16-year-old son and a 20-year-old daughter who's going to be starring on Stranger Things, Maya. Oh, Hawk. really? Poor and thing. he said, my best movies are not the ones that paid me. The Before Trilogy, Boyhood, First Reform, Dead Poet Society, but I'm 47. I pay my alimony with my acting. I pay my kids' health insurance with my acting. I pay everybody's tuition with my acting and all my charities with my acting. Is he complaining and explaining? He is complaining right there because... I've become a professional and I never wanted to be a professional. I kind of hate professionals. Well, listen, we (laughs) all have to grow up and pay bills, Ethan. (laughs) He's in the one where Kylie and Travis are on the cover. This is what that story is. But I don't understand. He really is complaining. He is. I I, mean, okay, we all have to make different choices. He's still getting cast. Well, and we all have to make different choices based on what's happening in our families, in our life. 
I mean, some people, you can't, Lori, I know that you just really wanted to be a full-time yodeler. You knew it wouldn't pay the bills so you could be kept in all the good shoes that you like to wear. Mm-hmm. We all have to make choices. Yeah. Why is he any different than the rest of us? I don't know. I don't know. He, he just, claimed he was once told the greats, such as Scorsese, Pacino, Hackman, Hoffman, Nicholson, De Niro, are no longer making the kinds of films that made them greats because the middle class lifestyle isn't enough. Now, what does that huh? mean? I don't know. Now, let's analyze that, though. Let's <laughs> yeah. pause. Yeah. And ultimately, a middle class lifestyle was always enough for me. Okay, he wanted, okay. So he said all those people have sold out to bigger budget movies yes. that are going to, that aren't, he likes indie films. He always yeah, did. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's who he is. Yeah, all right. He was on after school specials on ABC. Okay. He's been an actor his whole life. Yeah, it feels a little complaining. It feels, yeah. never complain, never explain. Never explain. Really good in a movie called Maudie. Either of you ever seen that with uh, Sally uh, Hawkins? No. Takes place in Wales. No, is it good? Yeah, wonderful little independent movie. M A U D I E, Maudie. Maudie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you Maudie? Maudie. Mm. Okay, Crazy Rich Asians. So, this <laughs> is a story. Um, that movie comes out a week from Friday. And uh, the costume designer, to ensure that she dressed the cast in realistically extravagant attire, she got in contact with Kevin Kwan who I believe is a producer of the movie and also the author of the best-selling novel, but the movie is based. And they started looking the process because remember Kevin Kwan drew upon his own family experience um, because he, his family immigrated to Singapore from China. Mm -hmm. So they started looking at 1930s era photos of Kevin Kwan's, beautifully dressed family Mm -hmm. to try and get an idea she said then we went through a list of which designers each character would and wouldn't wear for instance eleanor young who plays the protagonist henry's his mom is very Mm -hmm. dignified but kind of snobby mom she will wear lots of armani but never anything with the logo and uh, same with Astrid, another character who loves designers, but then makes things her own. Then they had to get enough couture because the cast is so big, including the extras, and the budget wasn't that big. Wait so th- till you see some of the dresses. I mean, you're going to die. I know. It looks so jewelry, sumptuous. Oh, my gosh. Well, here's what she said. One of our best coups, uh, this is the costume designer, Mary Vogt, she said was Ralph Lauren. They sent us about 30 dresses, and we used every single one of them constant wears a couple Gemma wears one all the bridesmaid in the wedding scene eagle-eyed fashion a- fans will also spot looks from Stella McCartney Ellie Saab Dior and more in the movie all of those designer gowns had to be insured as did all of the fine jewelry oh the jewelry is amazing it required on-set guards she said luckily for us a couple of the jewelers like Bulgari and Chopard supplied their own security team so we didn't have to pay for it. That's like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Or Ocean's Eight. Yeah, yeah. Ocean's Eight. They yeah. had a fantastic clothing Yeah, they budget. did. And, the, you know, but the jewelry, they supplied their own security. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm telling you. I can't wait for this movie to come out. When is the 15th? What day of the next, week? It's a week next from Friday. Wednesday. It's yeah. so a week from Friday. And then uh, a curious story dropped early Saturday morning. TMZ reporting that Angelina Jolie's lawyer, Laura Wasser, had dropped her. That Why? is not true. Oh, it's so, not true. Okay. Brad Pitt paid for this? 
Brad Pitt. Why is Brad Pitt's team leaking to TMZ about Angelina's lawyer and a story that isn't even true? I think it's his because I think that he is not getting anything that he wants in the divorce. That's would be my gut feeling. Okay, he's desperate, and when you're desperate, you do desperate things. Yeah, he's desperate. That's uh, that's my only reason okay. behind any of it. Yeah, because that. Why else would he be leaking to TMZ yep. now about it? But um, he's desperate. Yeah, she uh, is not um, losing Laura Wasser, but Angelina has hired another law firm to help with the custody. I know it's he. She wants it full time. Means they're still fighting like yep. crazy. Mm. They like, cannot figure like this crazy. Out. They are fighting a lot. That's mm-hmm. what all of that means. I know. Okay, listen, we come back. We have Elizabeth with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, girls. How are you? We are good. Oh, good. Well, I've missed you. I was on vacation, so if I deliver any old dirt, just, you know. No well, just worries. Tell you, just Did you have the a good time? And say that I'm out. Yeah, I had a really nice time. I was home for a lot of it. It was nice. so nice. I know. I did, like, fun home things that you never get to do because you're working, right? Oh, yeah. I love that. Anyway, it was quite lovely, um, but now I'm catching up, and I'm pumped for the finale of The Bachelorette tonight. Who's who's Becca oh, going to pick? It's either going to be Garrett or um, what's his name. And well, so it's going to be Garrett. Well, we know that. You think it's going to be Garrett. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it is going to be I Garrett. I want it to be the other one. So just a reminder, Garrett is the one. It's Garrett and Blake. Garrett is the one that she gave the first impression rose to. And, and statistically, um, the first impression yes. rose. Yeah. For mm-hmm. The Bachelorette, the last three, yep. the um, guys that the girls have given the first impression rose to are the ones that end up standing in the end and they're still with those guys. Wow. I mean, really? All right. Garrett is the one with the problematic social media history. He's the one with the problematic social media history. <laughs> the racist. And apologized and the for. Yep. He's also the moles. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has a wide smile. He's the one who was married. Did I tell you a few weeks ago, I got sucked into this just twister rabbit hole business of watching his first wedding video. Oh, wow. I watched the six minute wedding video and you guys, it was 2015. Like it was five minutes ago. It was really not that long ago that he was married. That's why she kept asking him about it. I know their marriage, um, the ex, they were married for two months (gasps) and they decided to split. And so this is 2016. 2015. Oh, okay. It, but in the fall. Mm-hmm. So this is why I got so crazy about it, Julia, because I was watching these people like say, I commit my life to you. I am so in love with you. I can't, I want to have everything in life right. with you. And then not eight weeks later, you're filing for divorce. Oh dear. And this is why I couldn't stop watching. Right. It was like a train wreck. Oh, anyway, dear. if you, um, if you feel the need to prepare for the episode tonight to watch, I the wish she wasn't going to, I hope we're wrong. We're and really, she doesn't we want to be wrong. We really want to be wrong. You think you want it to be Blake? See, hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't. I think that Blake guy is too. Um, there's an intensity about him that makes me nervous. Well, the other one, there's nothing. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll there's see. Nothing well, her, there. Um, her stylist did uh, say a couple things to page six about um, the outfits for the season, and uh, really been good fashion. It, she's looked great, and uh, there's a longtime stylist for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And uh, her name is Carrie Fetman, and she said, everybody thinks I have such a strong say in what the season lead wears, but they all come in with some different idea of how they want to look. And the stylist said that at the beginning, Becca was specifically requesting sequin-free looks because she didn't want to be that girl, but then she saw sparkly things, and then she was all over it and wore them the And didn't time. she um, work with Rachel Zoe? Um, initially on some of the outfits. Well, I, Rachel Zoe gave an interview where she worked with Becca. Okay. That was last season. Last season. Oh, it was, okay. Yeah, because that was during a date with Ari. Mm-hmm. Okay. When she was on a date with Ari and he had Rachel Zoe come in. I mean, you know, he didn't. The producers right, did. Right, the and producers. Then, and then, then she, she, got got to, she got to get all these gowns from Rachel Zoe. Um, but Becca's look great. She's represented Minnesota well. I'm excited to see yeah, what happens Yeah, I think tonight. she has too. And then I hope that Jason guy ends up to be the next Bachelor, and I hope we find that out. So Yeah, I really kind of wanted her to pick him. I did too. I know, I loved him. Mm-hmm. And then everything he had to say after, I was just like, oh man, this is the best guy. It is the best guy. But he'll be the Bachelor, I'm sure. And it'll be really great. All right. Um, are you guys loving this Beyonce cover story in Vogue? Yes. And, well, she um, looks gorgeous. The whole situation with it, I think, is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she is, of course, on the cover of the September issue of Vogue. It's the biggest we magazine of the it. year. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. She was in, in creative control of all of the pictures. She was the one who was writing extended captions for them. Um, she also wrote an essay about it. And, um, and there were some interesting things. I mean, I heard Holly talking at the top of the hour about... Uh, the emergency C-section that she had and then uh, addressing the cheating scandals with her husband, Jay-Z. And I also thought it was interesting that she talked about um, the connection she feels to her that her twins have to her ancestry. So this is what I'm starting to tell you, Laurie. Oh, okay. So Beyonce said um, that she said, I come from a lineage of broken male female relationships, abuse of power and mistrust. Only when I saw that clearly I was able to resolve those conflicts in my own relationship. I researched my ancestry recently and learned that I come from a slave owner who fell in love with and married a slave. Wow. Beyonce went on and said, I had to process that revelation over time. I questioned what it meant and tried to put it into perspective. And this is what I think is interesting, girl. She says, I now believe it's why God blessed me with my twins. Male and female energy was able to coexist and grow in my blood for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was really fascinating. I know indeed. it is, isn't it? She went on and said, I pray that I am able to break the generational curses in my family and that my children will have less complicated lives. Hmm. So, anyway. yeah, it's probably a common story that people yeah. find out because there's, you know, that would that would be a regular 
thing that would be happening. Right. Yeah, although women, to fall right. in love and then marry the slave, well, I think was probably pretty unique. Well, may, yeah, maybe that was, and you know, and I mean, but just I'm, I'm just saying that there would have been a lot of people that were getting pregnant against their wishes yeah. and yes. whatever. Yeah. And yes. I mean, yeah, that's an unbelievable But that's story. the, you know, we, um, Donna and I, when I, I filled in on Donna and Steve's show, we interviewed Lisa Kudrow and she executive produces that yeah. um, Ancestry show, sure. you know, and yeah. celebrities go on and look back at their What did she lives. say? Well, she just had really interesting things to say about what happens as you try to process that, process that stuff. And yeah. that's what I kind of like rang true with Beyonce and started me thinking, oh, that would be interesting to look back at. Mm-hmm. And all of these celebrities kind of say the same thing where the, when they find something out, it ends up taking them a while to sort of reconcile how that can be part of their past. But then you end up finding common threads in your own life that you connect to those things that happened in family members mm-hmm. of the past. Fascinating. It yeah, is. It is. Uh, Carrie Underwood asked if she's going to have a big family. She says, I'm 35, so we may have missed our chance to have a big family. But everyone's freaking out about that. I, I know. I it don't doesn't, get it either. I don't get that. I mean, my gosh, maybe she's been trying forever. I know. That's the thing. I don't even I know just about don't get that. Her fans are telling her it's not too late, that she should not think at 35 it's too late to have more than one child. That's what everybody went on. That's kind of what mm. is the thing yeah. about it. But I don't think she was saying that. I think she was referencing a big family. To her, a big family is probably five kids. And she's thinking, I'm 35. I don't know if i'm gonna have five kids right i mean you know and they do kind of scare the bejesus out of you when they label it a geriatric pregnancy at 35 but right. she's she's got time to have a couple of more if she wants Lori still right. thinks that there's trouble trouble between her and the i do a lot of like deep staring at photos of these two to yeah, try to figure out like if there's sure. anything else going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just think that whole like i was asking my husband about that too when he retired from hockey and then came back five minutes later mm-hmm. i was like just do people do that no right. no no <laughs> No, they do not. I know. I found that to be very strange. Yeah. All right. So, I don't know. Uh, Britney Spears says she should not have to sit for a deposition. Her legal team wants a judge to tell Kevin Federline, no, they are. she's not going to do this deposition. It's unnecessary and possibly harmful to their kids. So, there you go. Why doesn't her dad just come up with a new amount of money? I know it. Money? And just no. give it to him. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. because I don't either. I mean, Britney is still under the legal guardianship yep. conservator of her dad. And Kevin Federland has full-time custody of those kids. Yeah. No, just give him more money. I mean, yeah. why does she need the more money? I don't know. That's what we're having a hard time with. Yeah, I don't know if Jamie is being doing funny stuff over there with Britney's money. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think so. It it's her dad, like but that's happened. It seems handled things as well oh. as, I mean, much better than I think we expected him to. Yeah. And he's done a great job with that. There you go. Thanks, All Elizabeth. Right. Thanks, Thanks, girls. Thank you so much. Listen, we come back. It is time for Sex Monday, and you'll never guess what is back. The B is back, people. Well, we have been beating around the bush when it comes to the topic of to pube or not to pube, but Vogue magazine okay. has declared... That the full bush is back. They are Who saying, did they talk to? Well, Who they're talking, they talking to, to New York and L.A. OBGYNs who are seeing people. And the Vogue says the Brazilian is now out of favor and the natural look is on trend. They're seeing people with natural hair. Of course, we have Cameron Diaz, Emma Watson, and Gwyneth Paltrow championing 
the natural look. Mm-hmm. The poof, as it were. The poof. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Gabby Hoffman's characters on Girl Girls last season. We saw the okay. full bush. We saw Ileana Glazer on Broad City, even though it was a blurry bush, but Comedy Central fought for us, fought for them for that. Anyway, Pat Stark, owner of Stark Waxing Studio okay. in, in L.A. and New York, said it's right now she likens it to the fad of having thicker eyebrows. People are going back to triangle poofs, okay. bushes, as it were, instead okay. of having the skinny landing strip of the zero zeros or the no hairs of, you know, the, the full no, bra- Brazilian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, she confirmed that, yes, indeed, people are wanting to leave some hair. And a uh, they also talked to somebody, one of the um, uh, people that does, like, men's hair transplants. Okay. That they have had women coming in to have transplants where they've lasered off their well, bush. Because when you think about the percentage of people that I know that are in their 20s, they've all had it all lasered off. It's all gone. Yeah. Missing in action. Mm-hmm. MIA. Mm-hmm. So, so last, you know what's going to come back. They're having an increasing number of women asking for their pubic hair to be restored after removing it with laser treatment that mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, that's just, that's <laughs> happening. We're here to praise the pubes. Well, praise and, the pubes. Praise the pubes. Well, and, and in, um, yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, doctors are seeing it and Vogue has declared. It says Vogue has declared it. it the well, bush is I back. would, I, yeah, yeah. It's interesting how men's facial hair has grown as, as women's down their hair has disappeared. Right. But men don't have hair down there either. Well, I'm just saying, though, yeah. the facial hair. Yes. There's there's a lot of facial a hair lot of on men. Yes. On the men's. People okay. seem to like to have it on the face, but not anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, now here is uh, just a little something, something for you, Julia. I don't know okay. if you're going to like it or not, but what does your bedtime say about your sex life, you ask? People are either morning people or evening people. Okay. And sometimes people are in people are in relationships with people who are the opposite of what they are. Yes. So okay. according to research from Pennsylvania State uh, uh, University, um, basically night owls are more promiscuous than people who like morning sex. And they looked at young adults who didn't know what the study was about. And they asked questions about uh, sexuality. They were asked about their attitudes of casual encounters what they thought about sex without love, their interest in engaging in or fantasizing about no strings attached sex. And they found in the study that both the the men and the women, the nighttime people were more likely to be open towards casual sex compared to the morning sex people and more likely to fantasize about strangers. Strangers in the night. Strangers That's why they wrote the that night. sign. Okay, so that basically just means that. It, well, it just it just means that people are either they just said people are either morning people or evening people. They describe themselves that way. Hmm. That they're a morning person or an evening person. I mean, do you describe yourself that way? I, I like both. I am. I don't get up as early as my husband, so right. no, I don't want to have five a.m. No, sex. I would agree with that. That's yeah, too that's early. too early. Mm-hmm. So that's his morning time. He comes around at night. No bad pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, here's uh, here's just another little thing. The average couple now is what they're saying uh, is that it, they're having sex for sixty nine minutes a week. I swear they did the math just to make it come out to be sixty nine. Uh, uh, yes, of course. They said the average couple has sex nine times per month, lasting thirty three minutes each time. Anyway, if you average it out, blah, 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 they did all the math. They just wanted to have this story come up to they 69. Did. They did. They did. Someone just backed in the information. Like, nice way yeah, of putting 69 that. minutes a month or huh? a week? 69 minutes a week. A week. Okay. A week. A week. Okay. All right. Now, here is another one. What do you think um, people, let's talk about sex exaggeration. Oh, Okay. All right. You're chatting to your friends and someone do in it your all group the time. of friends mentions how much sex they're having. Won't and then someone says, how about you? Day. Three times a day. And people either refuse to answer or they can tell the truth or you could lie. Those are really what people do. Or some people just say, I don't want to discuss it. And they well, walk right. away from you. Right. So um, I think what most people do is do sex exaggeration. You do? Oh, I think that's what people yeah. do when someone asks you that. Especially if the first person who went said, I have sex seven times a week. That's right. Then you're not going to say, well, I'm at three. Yeah. Nope, not really. Well, it was just because we had the flu last week. Yeah. Or, yeah. The only time sex exaggeration, you know, I guess it could work in the opposite way where you could be making a sex confession and saying that you went on some kind of a great vacation and you only had sex like once or twice and you're trying to see if anyone else had like that kind of a bad experience because that would be very disappointing. Oh, well, yes, but it could be a vacation for a day. Sex exaggerating to your friends is a pointless act that does nothing but gives you a false sense of security, but people do it all the time. I think it depends on your age. That Maybe. one is age dependent because I think as you get older, who cares? You know, people tell the truth. I don't think so. No, Do you don't? I think people lie about that. People also lie about it because they think it's their friend, none of their business. Well, I and they don't say want it's it. none of your business. But people don't say that. Friends, you're all your, you know, your... my friends don't. Yeah, this. I don't know. You're no fun. <laughs> well, what do you do? Do you sit and say to everybody? Well, I, we have sex seven times a day. I'm not saying that's got nothing to do with it, but when something, when it comes up, when someone is bringing something up, the tendency... You are the person that brings this up. Yeah, I know. But I mean, then people, I'm waiting for people to sex exaggerate. You know, we just, people don't really like it when people sex break. No. You know, we're well aware of that. Yeah, they don't. We've like been doing a, it on this show for years. That's right. But <laughs> I people, didn't know that. but people do it all the time. She's got the sexual real estate. Mm-hmm. We can't. We cannot deny the facts here, Lori. Yeah, we really can't. We can't. I, yeah. But I don't know a lot of people. I'm really being honest. I'm trying to think of the last time that we've just said the hardcore. How many times a week do you do it? Requires a lot of things. Partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, details. That's that. A willing that's a partner. A willing partner. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You know, you know, just details. Anyway, but people are lying about it, men and women. They're just doing it. So if you don't ask the question, no one has to exaggerate. Okay, so what is your recommendation after? What is the moral of that whole story? Well, you could just, you could just, yeah, exaggerate. When in doubt, exaggerate. You know, make yourself feel better. Uh, I think if you say, "Oh, my husband and I, or my partner and I, 
have sex um, every single day, twice a day, people might not believe you. you they might not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. They yeah. might just bat an eye. Really? Yeah. Unless you're recently just new with somebody. Right? Right? And neither well, of you work okay. or have anything to do. Right, yes. yeah. You don't work yeah. and you have no kids. That's and right. no complications. That's Perfect. right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, well, I, how about if I give you give people some sex excuses in case they're trying to get out of sex tonight please, and they just are not in the mood. I love these new words. Exaggeration, sex excuses. People, can, um, people are clever. Okay, this is cited. Uh, these are 237 reasons people cited for having sex as compiled in the archives of sexual behavior. So for having sex. These yeah. are the reasons. For some, having yes. sex. Yes, okay. I was tired of being a virgin. I wanted to be nice. <laughs> I needed another notch in my belt. It seemed like good exercise. I wanted to keep warm. I was horny. That's I wanted to get one. a raise. I wanted to end the relationship. I felt sorry for the person. I was slumming. Um, The person was famous, and I wanted to be able to say I had sex with him or her. These are all good reasons. It's fun. Someone dared me. Um, I wanted to have more sex than my friends. I was married, and you're supposed to. I wanted to get rid of a headache. Um, Someone dared me. I wanted to get to sleep. Yeah. I wanted to reaffirm my sexual orientation. (laughs) It's fun. Mm -hmm. I thought it would help trap a new partner. Oh, geez. Um, I wanted to change the topic of conversation. And listen to this last one. I wanted to give someone else a sexually transmitted disease. And I wanted to end the relationship. All reasons people have had sex. How recent is that? Some of those are terrible. 2017. That you wanted to give... Aren't you glad to know that there is a book called The Archives of Sexual Behavior, though? Absolutely. Anyway, so those are sex excuses. Many of those are timeless. Timeless? Timeless? Timeless. (laughs) All right, listen, we come back, we got our favorite headlines of the day. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Our favorite headline today was Beyonce admitting that she's got a small fupa. <laughs> that she's got a fupa. I just, I mean. Can you define it, that for those well, who. It's just a little gut area. Yeah? It's a little baby mama tummy. Okay. It's, it's a, just little, a little extra something it's below a the belt. Above the it's pubic above area. the pubic bone and below the belly button. Yeah. Fupa. Men have goopas, yep, or we call them gawks, yep, and guns, yep. <laughs> but fupa is the new anyway. Fupa, it's more than mud. Fupa, I like that. All right, what else we got done? Oh, American Horror Story. This is uh, exciting news. Jessica Lange is returning for the new season, which is going to be called Apocalypse. Well, they have to. Oh, they what? have to because it's a it's a crossover between Murder House and Coven. Yeah. No, and so just Jessica, the two names put together gives me the chills. Yeah, well, I, they announced this at the uh, Television Critics Association. Kathy Bates will be back. Evan Peters, Cheyenne Jackson, Emma Roberts, will you watch Eichner, it? Leslie Grossman. Oh God, yes, oh, yeah, Joan sure. Collins is joining yeah. as one ah. as a character. The story begins with the end of the world. It starts in the real world. It's very tangible and it has a familiar panic. It sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. It sounds but Donnie and I will be watching. You. It just no, sounds so awful. Will we be watching, Donnie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got to yep. check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with Jessica Langback. What else do we have for you today? Uh, TMZ claimed 
Angelina Jolie's divorce lawyer is quitting, but no, that is not true. It's the TMZ story is not cr- right. true. She's not quitting right now. Um, it's blah, 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 blah. It's just not true. Okay. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. You did a story like I do a story, no. Laurie. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And The Bachelor at <laughs> Finheli's on tonight, three hours. I know. A three-hour tour. I really miss that for, I don't even watch the first hour. Because it's just Cause a it's lot of just, blah, blah. Yeah. So the, so the drama is going to start in hour two. You can really watch the last half hour. Is that all you need? But know That's this, time. Julia, oh, as someone who is yeah. not a longtime Bachelor watcher, that I don't want to say every time, because I don't know what the statistics are, but the first guy... To come out of the limo to see Becca will be the guy who's sent home. Because then, oh right, you know, okay. Whoever comes out first, it's not going to be the guy. Whether they okay, mix it. it up or got not, it. I don't know. Okay, got okay. It. Has that been a pattern? Yeah, that yes. has been a pattern. Okay, okay. Just kind of like the same thing with getting the first impression. Role. There are people that actually crunch the numbers. All right, I mm-hmm. believe it. All right. I totally believe it. Mm-hmm. Is Duchess Megan planning a secret meeting with her dad this month? No, no. No, no, that is not happening. Yeah. Cut him off. Okay. He has been cut he off, Laurie. He's been cut yeah, off for thank years. You. Thank you. Uh, Hayden uh, Panettiere and Vladimir Klitschko, they have split up. She was spotted with another guy. That happened last week, and he's uh, more her height. Yeah. I really, that guy, <laughs> Vladimir, he was like nine feet tall, and she's 5'2". Yeah, her mom, how- her mom did it because she came out of Craig's restaurant last Friday or Thursday night with this mystery guy, quite cute, holding his hand and not wearing any shoes. And TMZ called her mom. Why she said, they- oh yeah, she and Vladimir aren't together anymore. She didn't know. I don't think she really cares. No, but, I don't think she would eat. eat. But it, I was more amazed at, A, how cute the guy was that she was with, how cute they looked together, and where were her shoes? Oh, I was so excited she's not with that tall guy because you can't dance with a tall guy. You can't dance on his feet. Oh, it's so hard to look up that much. I'm telling you. All right. All right. Brooklyn Beckham is working for his mom as her fashion label's new photographer. Well, how convenient that he could drop out of photography school and get a great new gig. Exactly. (laughs) And get all the credits for all the shoots. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk last week about the fight that... um, Victoria Beckham and uh, one of the Spice... uh, I think it was Mel Mel B. B Mm -hmm. ...are getting in because Mel B keeps on insisting that there will be a concert reunion of the Spice Girls. And it's Victoria, like if she says it enough times, it'll come right, true. Right, and Victoria is like going to start lashing out at her. It is not because she then says it's we're waiting for one of the members, and everyone will assume it's Victoria Beckham, which right. it is. It's being difficult, right? And she's like, "I am so sick of this. They might not get along anymore if she doesn't stop. Stop the insanity." Yeah, she's not helping her cause. No, she isn't at mm-hmm. all. Jennifer Lopez' advice for Cardi B is what new moms need to hear. What's that? Okay, so she was uh, doing, um, she was like doing an interview with De Niro. Okay. Whoever that, De Niro. Spanish language? Yeah, maybe. And she said she was on the set with Cardi B. Um, oh, they were in the De Niro video together. Okay. Okay, oh, so she's okay. giving an interview. Okay. I don't know who, okay. but, but anyway, she said... Um, that the advice you give to any mother is not to give advice to new mothers. Absolutely. Oh, because okay. nobody yeah. likes it. She said, no. I'm like, please just stop telling me all these things. I kind of want to figure it out on my own. I know I'm not going to be perfect. 
and just let me do my thing. And she said, so that's my advice is don't give advice. That's great advice. It is. is, Yeah. Mm hmm. Instead of, you know, unless if someone asked for it, I you mean, specifically, do what I did. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, yes. there's lots of unsolicited oh, exactly. advice. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have for you? Uh, are Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin abstaining? Yes, they are. The they are. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are. Maybe yeah. they are. That's why the quick engagement, you know, got to get it. <laughs> Hurry up. Hurry up. Uh, Lance Bass attempted to buy the Brady Bunch house. Thought he had it, but he lost out to a studio. He was yeah. silly. I did yeah. like that he tweeted um, that Ma- Maureen McCormick uh, said, may all your uh, problems from here on out always be solved in a half hour. And he told Maureen, you'll be the first person at a dinner party. But sadly, he had not had the winning bid. It no. wasn't no. quite accepted. When he tweeted it, he blew up his own chance. Yep. Yep. I'm so sad Lance had to say, Bye, bye, bye. Oh, to that house. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you've been waiting to use that one. Uh, Duchess Megan wore Club Monaco to Harry's friend's weekend wedding. God, people were really mad at her about Why? that dress. Why? Why are people so What's hardcore? Well, you expect more, first of all. I would expect something a little more fashion forward. But you know what? Holy Toledo. She doesn't have time. She has to have a dress for every minute of every oh, day. Oh, Julia, she's got somebody. <laughs> people, people didn't like her dress because they just felt it was too pedestrian. Quite frankly, well, it was, and it's kind of fugly. Mm-hmm. It is, but we I'm not going to be it. mad at her over it. Oh, well, we're not, but I'm just saying that. Well, she could do better. She could do better. Okay, thank you. It's kind of looked like a half a Neapolitan ice cream skirt. That's exactly right, Lori. With black, the, that white, pink. and green, and pink. Uh-huh. You're exactly There's right. There's many things. And then don't forget the belt and maybe some buttons. Thank God <laughs> for the lacy bra. All right, everyone have a great night tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.